Welcome to COTM Radio, hosted by your favorite lads, Case of the Mondays. We have an absolutely massive show for you guys this month. In addition to broadcasting our first ever COTM track exclusive, we have none other than the godfather of lasers, Mr. Pagoda, Robbie Campbell himself in the guest mix. We speak with Robbie about his music career, his work with Shambhala Music Festival, and of course, Costa Rican chicken wangs. Looking to catch one of our shows this month? Catch us playing at the Dancing Sasquatch in Banff, November 13th. Station on Jasper in Edmonton, November 15th. Commonwealth in Calgary, November 16th. Then wrapping up this month with a massive garden party spectacular, our winter launch party in Whistler, Tuesday, November 19th. To get things started, we're kicking off this mix with a COTM Records exclusive. Trent's three-track EP comes out on Monday, November 18th on all music platforms. So here it is, Like That Beat by Trend. I like that beat. I like that beat. 
Got a new one from Sophie Francis called Six Pack. Get that summer bod ready, even in the winter time. He's a robot. 
taste of an unreleased track we've been working on and as an added bonus we're throwing in the remix and you're gonna have to guess who it's by break 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 it down Break it down. No. Break it down. No. Break, break it down. No. 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 
allow us to introduce the godfather of lasers, the pagoda king, the strobe daddy, the foggy Donnie, the musical weapon, Robbie Campbell. Now, Robbie is a well-known and accomplished traveling DJ, and some of you may know his work through the world-renowned Pagoda Stage. Robbie, welcome to the show, bud. What up? How you doing? I'm great. Super great. So we already know you're not the biggest interview guy, so let's just jump right into it with the first question. How long have you been working with Shambhala? I've been working with Shambhala since three months before Shambhala ever happened. At a, a party that was um, halfway up the driveway called Uplift on Solstice of that year. It was, it was the 21st, I think, of... I, I think it was... Is that June? I don't know. 21st of June is Solstice, I think. And, um, and then later that year, on my birthday, Shambhala happened for the first time. The Friday was my birthday, which is September 4th. So, like, every year since then. Damn, not a bad birthday. Yeah, it was a good birthday present for sure. So how did that work? Did Shambhala headhunt you for your skills and capabilities, or was it more you were part of the initial thought process for the festival? It wasn't like that at all. No, we were just a bunch of kids throwing a party. Like J- Jimmy, the guy who owns the property, um, his parents said it was cool that we did it and we were all just kind of like partying and raving it was never like as glamorous as it is kind of now you know like it was a bunch of kids throwing a bush party on his parents like cattle farm it was pretty it was pretty ghetto there was barely anybody there it, it was definitely nothing like what it's like now we 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 had like a scaffolding that we put garbage bags over top of and painted bricks on to make it look like a castle. I remember we, we took lumber tarps from the Labyrinth Mill down the road and cut down tiny birch trees and made like an A-frame over what, what, what the amp is now, that pit there. It was his dad's gravel pit and we called it the jungle pit because there was only two things. It was either Transon House or Jungle at that time because that was like 1998. So it was a long time ago where a lot of like, you know, breakbeats hadn't even, hadn't even really been around at that point. Not like, you know, as we know them today. But yeah, it was definitely uh, a different time for sure. Where'd you put the artist area back then? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> well, there wasn't like big headliners. Hula was one of the headliners, like Mike Payne, who runs the living room stage. And he, uh, I'm getting a call from Ben Fox here, hold on. Later, Ben. So let's talk about this new stage upgrade for Pagoda. Is it true that you imported the structure from a gang of Chinese samurais? Uh, it's partially almost there. Um, we didn't get it from China. We got it from Invermere. And, but it was en route to Japan. Like the, the timbers we got were en route to Japan to build actual pagodas in Japan. So that was where that kind of like... Um, disconnect happened there with your story that you heard and the old stage was really cool but it was definitely time to go one thing that we really upgraded this year or this last year when we we did it um, was we put a roof on it which is amazing technology because then it doesn't rot so we uh, we felt like we 
we used some pretty high-tech stuff there with the new one, and, and I think it'll be a lot better. Historically, roofs are actually sometimes useful. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> I, uh, I think Duda's actually got a super hot question for you here. This is actually a really deep, deep question. What is your favorite kind of laser? Well, that's an easy one because rainbows, gigantic rainbow lasers are my favorite. And if I had it my way at the Pagoda, I would only shoot rainbow lasers. But we took it down to a vote with my team. <laughs> and well, they all won. There was like everyone voted against me. So, so that, you know, well... Uh, colors sometimes now so just kind of yeah i can't win them all bring back the rainbow yeah we should um start a poll after this show actually for who thinks pagoda should become the official shambhala rainbow stage yeah <laughs> my man let's jump into another question and this one goes out to all us up-and-coming djs or maybe even famous djs who is the biggest diva you've ever had to host at Pagoda Stage? I'm talking the craziest tech rider, the wildest hospitality rider. Let us hear it. Everybody's got a crazy hospitality rider nowadays, and they're all divas. But it wasn't Kaigo himself, but his tour manager was pretty, pretty intense for sure. He definitely, he, he had never been to a bush rave before. And those guys, you know, they're... They're used to five-star hotels and, and like, you know, really, really not as dirty as Shambhala, maybe. So he was dragging his suitcase through the dirt, and he didn't look very happy, that's for sure. I, and a craziest hospitality rider was probably Dylan Francis. I don't think he expected us to fulfill all the drugs that he put on his rider. I think it was more of a joke. But we did make a big pinata in the shape of his face um, full of candy which was cool. He had like, there was a gigantic list of stuff. It was, his, his was wild. Dylan Francis definitely takes the cake for hospitality. And the weirdest tech rider, um, we didn't have, we didn't have to get all the stuff for it, but I would say the craziest setup I've ever seen was Death Pack last year. He had a crazy setup. It was wild. Like drums and a saxophone or are we talking like crazier stuff? like tech setup like it was crazy tech he he was definitely the most complicated electronic artist setup i've ever seen before on the pagoda wow that's actually really good to know so basically don't book kago unless you're super rich and only book dylan francis if you're ready to fucking party <laughs> yeah i don't know for sure he definitely i think he probably took the drugs off his rider i heard a rumor that he got um like stopped at like the border with that like he asked for like heroin or something i think he's obviously clearly joking but it was definitely you know on his rider wow that'd be a unique festival experience like i don't even know anyone that's ever done heroin but uh i guess like 2025 is probably gonna be an interesting year yeah for sure you never know you go to the sleep the sleepy stage everybody <laughs> just lying on each other the inception stage yeah exactly <laughs> For sure. So we actually have Robbie Campbell coming out to play with us on November 19th at our very first garden party of the winter here in Whistler. Um, for all the people that aren't quite familiar with your DJ sets, what can they expect to hear from you? For a party like that, it's going to be like a lot of really current music and stuff that people haven't heard because I'm really lucky being the Pagoda guy. Everybody sends me all their cool shit, so I have a lot of... Uh, a lot of stuff before people get it or before people hear it. 
And I mean, like, that's for that kind of party. But my DJ sets outside of it, it depends on what on what I'm doing. But I usually just try and read the crowd. I'm not like an I'm not like a kind of DJ that just plays a certain type of music. I'll play whatever I got to play wherever it's suited to play it. So I'm not pigeonholed really to any one style. But I'm definitely going to bump rolling baseline bangers at the garden party. Whistler definitely approves of the bangers. Yeah, for sure. Well, now that we're on the show topic, let's uh, let's talk about your winter tour. You got some interesting dates going on. I, I even heard you're going all the way down to Costa Rica. Throw some dates at us. Okay. Well, I'm doing the Tuesday, the was it the 19th with you guys. And on the Friday... I am doing, uh, I think it's Squamish on the Friday of that week, and then the Saturday it's MIA in Vancouver, and then the next month in December, I'm doing a show with Ben Fox at Bloom Nightclub, which is the pre-party for the Ocaso Festival, um, which I'll tell you about in a sec, and then I'm doing a show for Jen Frost with like Rumpus and The Naturalist at, for New Year's in Fernie. It's going to be a massive party. And then I fly out. I think there might be a gig in between there at the Hi-Fi. Um, or it could be after. i got to check. But then after that, I'm flying down to Costa Rica for the Ocaso Festival, which is an underground house music festival in Rindo. And small town DJs are going to be there, too. Uh, it's headlined by Macy Oplex and... Um, a bunch of like really cool underground techno artists. It's it's awesome. It looks really fun. Oh man, that sounds nice. Such a good way to get away from the cold in Canada. Plus, Tamarindo has really good chicken wings. Like you get to go to Costa Rica and eat chicken wings. It just so happened I got a gig too, so it could totally subsidize my chicken wing genocide that I'm literally gonna eat so many chicken wings. Ah, uh, you just wait, buddy. There's a sports bar on the street, I, I can't remember, but um, I actually think the wings are going to rival the festival. I'm going to wing up. I'm going to eat the whole barn worth of chicken in wing format. <laughs> I think that's why we get along so well, actually. Anyways, guys, that's a wrap on this interview. Up next, we got a 30-minute guest mix from Robbie Campbell.
Thank mm-hmm. you. 
loves her, she's so bizarre Everybody's looking at her, everybody's running for her Everybody wants her body, but her body's nobody I know you just can't believe, you can't take your eyes off me
who you were. You were who you were.
Do it. 